The object of Taxi Chronicles is to allow real riders with real stories, share their experience and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Okay, morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode of Another Rider. Today we have a lovely couple and one's a journalist in the travel business and the other's a, a diver. And he's a photographer, is what his real job is. And he's a photographer, so a that goes... That, so we've got like a whole package here. You should have your own YouTube channel, guys. Which way will you go? <laughs> so we're just going to have a friendly chit-chat about what it's like being a diver, a journalist, a photographer and... Going on our first trip yeah. for the first time since lockdown. Yes, OK. We're really excited about it. Yeah. Our first holiday. Yeah. OK. So furthermore, how did you two meet? Online. We met online. And, our, and part of this holiday is to celebrate the 10th anniversary of our first date. Okay. Yeah, and it was, was on... the 29th of... 29th of February. 2012. Yeah. Was, so. was that Tinder? No. No, no. 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 This e is old school. This is 10 years e ago. Right? Okay. 10 years ago, went back when online dating was clockwork. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's turned pages. No, yeah, we met on eHarmony. Okay. And it was... Yeah, it was really good. Best move of my life. Well, yeah. Oh, so you came from up north, down no, no, I've been in I've been in London 30 odd years, nearly 40 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we both made a decision that we wanted. I just come out of a big rubbish relationship, and I wanted to be with someone who was a good man. And I looked, and he had various photos, and I couldn't tell if he was a good man or if he was a con man. <laughs> and I liked, okay. I liked the fact that he was a bit of a rogue, and I still like that about him ten yeah. years on. Okay, that's so. good, that's good. Sorry about that. Let me just mute that. And you wanted to date a middle-class bird, well, didn't I, you? Well, I, uh, <laughs> he didn't want a Norman. No, do you know what it was? Uh, what I wanted was I wanted to date somebody out of my normal social circle, and also at my work circle, which was kind of, um, I photographed, you know, people. So it's actors and models and those sort of things. And I've been dating lots of those kind of people. Okay, well, uh, why I've <laughs> dating some of those type of people. And uh, they were all broken skinned and I've never, never had any money. So I just got fed up with having to support people all the time. Okay, well, so you, you got a model that's not broke now. He wanted yeah. to date a nice middle-class <laughs> nice lady, middle lady who yeah. had her own house. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I wanted somebody who had their own house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to date somebody who had the same as me, who was my equal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I hear, I hear you. So where was your first holiday together? Korea. Seoul in South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. Yeah. It, was it wasn't crazy. a holiday, it was work, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I was writing a story <laughs> for The Guardian. The Guardian were doing these series of mega city walks and they had some of their regular writers, and I was one of their regular writers then, walking across some of the world's mega cities and it was the time of K-pop and so I was going to go over and walk across Seoul, a city I'd never been to, and also do a bunch of articles about K-pop. And we had been together a few months. Yeah, not, six or seven months maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, about yeah. six months. But we'd never done a work trip together. And the thing about travel writing is that it sounds super glamorous and like a cushy number. It's definitely super glamorous. You know, you stay in good hotels. Everything's kind of put on for you. But it is really, hard really, work. really hard work. You know, you get up at maybe half three, four, five in the morning. You just run from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. There's no downtime at all. 
and then you kind of finish late at night and then the next day you're going again. And normally I would travel with a photographer and Nick is a, a gifted, a truly gifted photographer, but he's a portrait photographer. Yeah. He's never done travel photography. Okay. So off we went. And it's a completely different discipline. Mm. Okay, so what's, just to jump in there, what's the difference, what's the difference, Nick? Between a portrait yeah. photographer and yeah. a travel photographer? Yeah. Well, a portrait photographer, you, you, you generally got a one-to-one -one relationship and you're going to try and capture um, the essence of a person the personality, you know, their character. And so we've got time to do that, whether it's in a studio or on a location. However, being a travel photographer, there's other things you need to try and illustrate the story that Jeremy Jervis is writing. And you need to have a very keen eye for what works as a, a visual representation of that, as a photograph. And I didn't have that as a travel photographer. I just wasn't clued into that. Because he'd never done it before. And so we were kind of, and it was winter as well, it was, yeah, it was really, really cold, cold, really cold. It was a day like today, really cold, grey. Yeah, yeah no, very misty. No sunshine, for a, that was for a whole week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we were just absolutely wiped out with jet yeah. lag. Yeah. And so, and we're, we've got some government official with us, because it's South Korea, and so people are kind of keeping an eye on us all the time, want to be with us all the time. So we'd sat in, in kind of traffic a lot for the yes. first couple of days, because yeah. they want to drive us everywhere. And the traffic was horrendous and so yeah. And so after about a day, I just kind of turned to Nick and I'm like, why isn't your camera out? Why aren't you photographing the shit out of everything? Yeah. And he just looked at me and was like, oh, <laughs> and I meant to. Yeah. I was on holiday, really. Yeah, so he, he was just taking in the scene. Yeah, and the thing is, that is the thing to most people. When you're away somewhere, you would think you were on holiday. But the whole time, I was making notes, I was interviewing people, I was figuring out, well, they're taking us here, but is this where we want to go? And I was used to being with photographers who would be, in the case of being in a car, would be stopping the car, would be, you know, get doing shots, would be running alongside of the bus, photographing like little kids looking out the window, seeing a really interesting park or a, you know, whatever. They'd be constantly, constantly looking Their for images. Their minds on the Im image everywhere, yeah. bam, bam. Yeah, your mind's scanning the whole time, the whole time. And so you just suddenly had to just Improvise. go into a totally different yeah. mode and, and, and learning curve. A learning you? curve, yeah, and it wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> you know, because I'm, you know, I'm used to being the master of my environment and I'm getting fine with people and good with people, but in a completely different environment like that, look, looking for an image or looking, you know, and being constantly on the go just wasn't really like the way I was used to working. Did you have the right lenses and everything for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that was fine, right? But it was just the mindset. It was wasn't the it? mindset. Mm. Yeah, it was the mindset. And, you know, actually knowing what made a good, um, how the best th thing we ever did for me as a photographer, travel photographer, was we went on a, another trip to a place called Robin in Croatia. Oh, and nice. Jennifer said to me, let's go and have an hour walking around town. And we had a walk around town and she said to me, look, that would make a good photograph because of this. And that would make a good photograph for the Guardian and this one would make, this one wouldn't work for the Guardian, so that would work for the Mail on Sunday and this would work for the Express. And I explained all these sudden, all these things that I hadn't actually thought about. And suddenly, it's, oh, okay. Something dropped in my clicking mm. for me. And 
And I'm not a photographer, but I know what a good photo is. And I can see a good photo. I can't take it because I don't have the interest or the skill to be able to work all the various mm. apertures and all the rest of it. But I absolutely know what a good photo is. Mm. And also, the thing about travel photography is that you need to see certain types of images. You need to see that blue sky. You want to see people smiling. Um, you want to see something that says something about the destination. Yes, yes. And, and write, travel writing is the same. You need all that information. Mm. I have to. What was Nick touched on something there? A different kind of photos for different papers. What um, what are those qualities or those things that you would look for for different papers from, like, let's say, the Guardian to the Daily Mail? For photos. Yeah, for, for photos. Well, I'm going to let you all answer that if I can. <laughs> because, you, because, well, for instance, for instance some uh, publications want scenic shots to, sh to set the big scenic shots. Some want shots that are people having fun. Others want to see the journalist doing something. So, you know, it's trying to understand that what, what your market is and then shoot the shots that suit that. But also at the same time as well, trying to look for the creative shot that you might be able to use yourself later on. You see, you did know. <laughs> I did know. But yeah. also, you've then got the thing, the Guardian is going to want young couples and young mixed race couples. Oh, you, don't, you don't want to just see okay. white people, so they're going to want to see a variety of faces. The male on Sunday is going to want older couples. The son is going to want families. Okay. So and, they and know so, their niche, yeah, in other words. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they know. When you work for a newspaper, so I work for The Times, um, and I spend half my life in meetings hearing about research, about circulation and demographics, and it's, it's a real science, you know, the, and not just newspapers, the media in general. Has, whoa. whoa! Just for the listeners there. We, yeah just did a uh, <laughs> nearly, nearly so smashed into yeah, the back of a truck. Yeah, the guy decided yeah, he, yeah, he wanted right to park. He decided he wants to park and yeah. then he decided he doesn't having, want to park. Having a moment. Yeah, okay. having a moment. He thought he was going to pull over and see the Will Smith quote, but then, <laughs> see the Will Smith clip, but then changed his mind okay. and decided he was running late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you two are really a perfect couple based on what you do and the way, I see the way you you even um, juggle in this interview the way you're talking with each other and allowing each other the perfect time to speak. Very good. So, how long have you been together? Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Yes, I was. <laughs> ten, year <laughs> ten year anniversary. Yeah. Just double checking. <laughs> Do you know what? It's also because we met when we were older, and so you know we are both an older couple. Yep. Yep. And when you're older, and you've done a lot in life, we've both lived overseas. We've both done interesting things and, and are grateful for the opportunities and experiences we've had. But you learn to recognise that to share your life with somebody who supports you, who encourages you, who respects you, is... And who loves you. Who loves you, definitely. Yeah, and fancies the pants on you. Who fancies you as well, yeah, yeah. That Even is a, our age. That is a massive gift and it's something that has to be nurtured and valued and, and, valued. and you have to make time for it. And so, yeah, we spend a lot of time telling each other we love each other and being interested and talking to each other because when all said and done you know you can you can go on amazing trips and you can eat great food and you can see great things but to share it with somebody and to share your life with somebody 
is the best trip of all, really. It is, because it bumps the value of those experiences up ten times. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, when you're sharing it with somebody and you can look back six months later on, or five years later on, and mm. talk about those shared experiences, you know, mm. it's gold dust. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But um, it's funny, you set off in life when you're young and you kind of have an expectation of what your life's going to be and where you're going and what you want. And sometimes there's a voice in the back of your head, a very quiet one, that is actually telling you a different narrative yeah. and sending you in a different direction, but you ignore it because it's not convenient. Yeah. It might be that you're in a relationship yeah. and you, d you don't want to split up with that person, but you're being pulled another way. Or it might be that you've spent a bunch of time and money training to be something, but actually in your heart, you're really not into it and there's something else. And the best thing you can do in life is really listen to that voice. Yeah. Life's short. Absolutely. When yeah. I first came to London, I worked in five-star hotels. I used to wear the top hat and tails uh, on the door of the Four Seasons in on the park, and I was a doorman there. And I was a young guy, early twenties, mid twenties, and I made great money, and it was a really good, fun job. But I couldn't see myself staying there for the rest of my career. And I used to think to myself, "There's more. There's, there's something in me. I don't know what it is, but I want to do something else, and I want to do something creative." And I but I couldn't put my finger on it. And then when the first time I walked into a studio, a photographic studio, a mate of mine was a model and he was going for a shoot, and he said, come on down. And when I walked in and I saw this shoot going on, I just knew that second there and then, this is what I wanted to do. And I just went 100% to get that, to do it. I focused on it and went for it, which meant losing and giving up a really good job that, you know, half of 90% of the hotel staff in London would give the right arm for and I, I went for it yeah. and a steady career as well you yeah. gave up that steady yeah, career because yeah. it takes courage yeah. to give up a steady pay check yeah yeah absolutely yeah. we're coming to the end of the yeah. journey now yeah oh no the journey's only <laughs> just, just beginning, beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. you two have been great guests yeah thank you thank I you I just want to thank you um, yeah. my last question to you lovely couple is what's the impact the legacy that you want to leave the world mm. well for me it would just be he was a good solid bloke he was fun yeah that'd be good for me he was a good guy uh, good friend good reliable solid guy was always there for his friends I like that it's said in a true northern fashion <laughs> was it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, know, do you know, it's terrible. I, I have no desire to leave any legacy whatsoever. I just think life's short, you have to live it. And you can't comfort yourself by thinking, oh, well, at least somebody will, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just think you have to live life true to yourself and then know that when you go, you did the best you could. Because doing the best you could is best for everybody, not just for you. Well, thanks a lot for that. And to the listeners out there, just thanks a lot for listening. I hope you learned that, learned a lot about that from photography to travel tourism and obviously diving. Um, look, look out for our other podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where we interview people who've invested in Africa from around the world. Have a nice day. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.